Welcome back to Versus Extreme. My name is Marcus Driscoll, and I had a long day at work. My name's Tommy Calhoun, and I'm a jar of pennies. And I'm Tim, and it's like past midnight right now. Sure is. <laughs> sure is. I don't uh, think we've ever recorded this late. No. Uh, full transparency. We usually have a pretty set schedule, and today... It all went to shit. Yeah. Because it a, was storming like yeah, hell. Yeah. Like there was an actual fucking tornado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, we, hey, we're, we're fine. We're in it. Got our, our health, our happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hey, now, speak for yourself. Oh, well, I meant the royal we. As in the queen, she's still alive. Yes. Uh, let's her. get that submission in. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, here we go. Uh, first submission comes from at extremely underscore dope underscore. Thank you at extremely underscore dope underscore. Uh, and it is 100 professional cyclists with track cleats for hands versus 100 professional runners with bike wheels for hands. Before we get any further into this. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I got to say they're bloodlusted. Okay. Specifically stated, they are bloodlusted. Let me let me ask this question: the um, 100 professional runners with bike wheels for hands. Yes. Do they can they rotate or is it just big circles on their hands? I think it's just big circles. I don't think they can rotate. Okay. Follow up question: because then it would have to be like the bike the wheel is halfway into their arm. Right. And that would be really disturbing. Because I was I was thinking like if they did rotate, then like from their wrist would extend like. A little, uh, a little like thing, yeah, and I then like there would be the spokes. Wait, hold. Mm, that's so weird. I feel like it's just a just wheel, wheel, just okay. a wheel. So, follow question: How are they oriented? Is the tire flush with their wrist, or is the the center of the spokes flush with their wrist? I think tire, tire yeah. on wrist. Tire is coming out of the wrist. It goes up, and it's, it's like a lollipop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah what a yeah, great yeah. visual image for our I listeners. Think- <laughs> Thank you, Tim. <laughs> of yeah. course, I'm happy to help. Okay. Uh, that's that's all I got for that, and that's all I need. I'm taking the fucking 100 professional runners, baby. Yeah, same. Alrighty, uh, could you please give me reasoning for this? Yes. Yeah. Fucking, I mean, it's gonna hurt getting right. punched with a fucking bike wheel yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Um, and if I'm to assume that they have had these bike wheels for hands for all their life, yeah, then they know how to use them. Mm-hmm. I Plus, mean, that gives you more mass when you're running. When you swing your arms, the wheels will just... Yeah. See, go, okay. go further, faster, harder. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, my thing on this, my thing on this, is that dudes what got bike wheels for hands, yeah, you know, they have a little bit more reach. Sure. However, you know how easy it is to fuck up a bike wheel? <laughs> it's yeah. so well, dumb easy to fuck up a bike wheel. Well, yeah, if you stuck, yeah. if someone is swinging a bike wheel at you, number one, if it hits you straight on, yeah, you got a fucking... Ah, uh, ouchie, it's rubber. Ow, the bike wheel hurt me. Uh, but if someone fucking punches you in the face with a goddamn shoe, that shit fucking well, a hurts. Cleat, yeah. A cleat, nonetheless. It is a cleat. Uh, also, a fucking cleat, way more durable than a bike wheel. I can throw a cleat in a fucking volcano. It'd come out a little bit singed, but the fucking bottom of the shoes would still be fine. You throw a fucking... You even bring a bike wheel near anything that might hurt it. It's fucking to pieces. You gotta do, get a new wheel. Do these bike wheels slash cleats for hands have nerve endings? Can they feel? Let's say no. Mm. Okay. Great. I think that that's actually kind of a buff for bike wheels. Bike wheel for hands? Yeah. Because if they punch with a bike wheel, yeah, it's gonna get bent. Yeah. Um, But... Now, since, I mean, that doesn't fucking hurt. Like, now, they still have these gigantic metal discs. Discs on their hands. Yeah, and they, like, that's like, I like, a bike wheel's, like, a good two and a half foot 
more reach yeah. if it's like if, wheel to flush with wrist. And if the bike wheel like breaks, then that's just exposed fucking sharp metal that can like Hell yeah. punch through someone. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. My thing is that the person, the dude's army got the cleats. They would be on the defensive for a little bit, but it wouldn't take them that long to like, you know, get over the dudes with bikes. Although it have to do a wheel is coming right into your face. You stick up one cleat. And you and just you kick get, it out of the way. And it's over. Hitting the side with another wheel. <laughs> One cleat, right. it's over. I mean, if someone hits you in the side with another wheel, I mean, the only the only place I think it would hurt to get hit with a wheel is, like, your face, right? Well, it, but also, like, I mean, it's all the, like, lever action of your arm. It's not just like you're, like, uh, like, like pushing with it. You're, like, slinging down this heavy wheel with, like, the full swing oh, force of a human arm. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but I'm saying that, like, I've been a hit with a wheel when someone was hitting me with it before and like sure like it hurt but like was it that bad would i rather get kicked in the face i would not rather get kicked in the face i would take a bike wheel to the face than a shoe in the face any day i i I'm like here's okay hold on here's the thing here's the thing on this one all right, all right, is that, okay tim put down the gun jesus <laughs> okay here's the thing if uh, someone is coming at me and i suck i would you have to do is stick your cleat into the bike wheel they can't move that arm and then all they have oh, is fuck. another bike wheel to hit you with it but like your hand is stuck in there and you can manipulate that however you want to you know it's a lot easier for you to manipulate a bike wheel that is in your cleat grasp than it is for someone to pull that out of that you know once you're in there you're kind of in there and then it's so easy for you to just punch them in the face. when you're in I, there you are in there I, yes. I think i think like on offensive maybe i could see the like the cleat guys having the like maybe an upper hand, but I think also what puts the like guys with bike wheels over the it- edge is that they're also professional runners. Well, whereas the guy with the cleats or hands are just professional cyclists, so they're used to balancing themselves. Whereas right. the guys that are runners are used to boots on the ground kind right. of movement. Now, okay, so they have like they're much more agile, and they're gonna be able to duck and weave and dodge. Do and the professional cyclists have bikes? It doesn't say they do. It doesn't say they have bikes. Okay. I think the the, the fellows what with cleats for hands. Right. 100% put up a good fight. I do not think mm. that it would be easy right. for bike hands to defeat them. Okay. I just think that bike hands do have the advantage. I see what like you're saying. Like a s- slight advantage. Mm. I, I kind of see what you're saying. I just feel like there are too many exploits. Like, it's way too easy to just fuck up a bike wheel. It's pretty easy to fuck up a cleat. No. Yeah, because I, it's just so it's such a small thing. You can just batter it away with your big old bike hand and then just bop. I mean, OK, yeah. However, you know, if you bat away a cleat, yeah, the cleat gets the cleat gets cleat gets knocked away. Mm-hmm. But if you bat away at a bike wheel like it takes damage. I know, guys, I say this a lot, but in a battle of attrition, <laughs> the bike wheels, they are not going to survive. But the more you damage the bike wheel, the deadlier weapon it becomes because it does. we're not using it to ride a bike. We're yeah. using it to bash faces. Oh, yeah. So when the bike wheel gets bent, that's just more exposed metal, like Marcus was saying. Yeah. I mean, it's exposed metal, but, like, the metal that goes into bike wheels, it's not that sturdy. No, but it'll still fuck you up. Uh, I mean, but... it, it doesn't have to be super sturdy to do some mm. fucking serious damage, yeah. Binky. Yeah, but also, uh, imagine this. Uh, you punch someone with a piece of metal, and they're just like, ow, you scratched my face up, but now you're really close to me, so now I can get take my two feet hands, and I can just clomp your face together. Okay, okay Tim, Tim, I think you're downplaying the effect of metal going into your face. Let me, can, will you go on a journey with me real quick? <laughs> yes, I will, okay. I will go on a journey. Before, okay, well, you say that, but I need you to look, look at me, Tim. Okay. 
just like let your guard down for a second and like please trust me when i go through this i trust you marcus okay please be open to what i have to say I'm i can't so believe marcus right and tim are smoking so much weed they're about to go on this <laughs> big mind journey um okay they tim. got their foreheads together and they're looking very deeply into each other's eyes please don't talk about weed on the podcast uh, okay so um would you rather you timothy be punched in the face with someone with a cleat on their fist or punched in the face with someone who has an aluminum bar between their knuckles. Because that's what this comes down to. That is definitely not what this comes down to. Is well, I'm thing. saying whenever the, whenever the wheel breaks, it's going to be exposed aluminum. But it's like, it's not just a, a, an aluminum bar. Because like if it's an aluminum bar, you can literally just smack someone over the head with that and they're out cold. It's just like... A bunch of spires of aluminum. Yeah, but well, the not, metal not ring like, around. Not just the spokes. We're the, talking about like the, the metal ring. Yeah, the metal ring of the bike tire that the like rubber is attached the, to. The actual wheel, not the tire, the wheel. Oh. Yeah. We're talking about like that. Because like every time line. that takes a dent, it creates like where that dent is, where the metal meets, it makes two spiky parts. Yeah. So each time it takes a dent, it makes more spikes. And then you just have a morning star to beat people with. I take morning star. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying I would rather the morning star in my face. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not. All because right. this is no, this is what I'm this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. If I take a whole cleat to the face, not only that is so much blunt damage right in your face, you will get a concussion. Two, a a metal spy a spine going into your face, that will leave a nasty scar and it will hurt, but it's not going to leave it's only surface damage. That's all it is. I don't know, dude. That's a big oh, fucking lesion that yeah. it's going to leave. Like, at least two inches. Mm, yeah, you're, you're talking about, like, metal going into your face as, like, getting hit with, like, paper. But it's metal. See, I think you're talking about metal going into your face as in, like, dark matter going into your face. <laughs> it's Tim. not like someone taking a sword and just, like, stabbing me. Let's put this one to a vote. I got a better idea. I think there's a bike wheel out in the garage. And I think I have an old cleat over in my drawers if all you right. want to just all right so tommy i will hit you in the face Boxing with a cleat and then you can hit me in the face with a bike wheel we'll see which one of us is in more pain yeah we'll put that on the patreon when we get the direct to video um, yeah 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 podcast so. and it's gonna be um pay-per-view mm-hmm. all right yeah. sounds good next question yep okay uh this is a reddit question it comes to us from user mop m-a-w-p-p-p and the prompt is one million humans versus one ant with a twist. Uh, one million completely random humans from across the world are chosen to find and eliminate a single ant that has appeared in a random spot in Antarctica. This ant is completely immortal and invisible unless or invincible unless one of the humans finds it and steps on it. The ant wins if every human dies without finding it. The ant cannot appear on an unreachable mountain or glacier. It must be on solid reachable land. Each human chosen to be an ant hunter is completely ant-lusted. Within three feet of the ant, they will get a strange and uncontrollable itching, and within one foot, the ant will glow bright blue to them. Every human can only buy whatever gear, clothing, vehicles, etc. costs under whatever their personal net worth is, so no sharing. They can work together and communicate, but they can't share money. And their starting location is McMurdo Station, which I don't know where the hell that is. But, would one million humans with an average net worth, assuming, be able to get enough, like, clothing and gear to survive long enough to find this one ant. In Antarctica? They have to get within three feet of it. At least. 
Because, like, once once you get in three feet of it, you can do the, like, fucking Pokemon Go bullshit where you, like, yeah. walk in. You're like, all right, it itches. Walk away. Oh, no, no more itching. Walk back. All right. I uh, walked six more feet this way. All right, there's the ant. Can we stop talking about itching? I'm itching right now, man. <laughs> yeah, me too now. Just thinking about um, it. I'm going to say no. And here's the reason why. Mm-hmm. Long time ago, Vsauce released a video about... Uh, how essentially like how many people there are in the world and like mm-hmm. what that like looks like. Yeah. Um. And one of the examples that he gave was if you piled all the people on the planet, all seven billion people. Yeah. Plus on the planet into one location, they would barely, barely, barely reach the top of the Grand Canyon, and that's just like in a centralized location, like not mm-hmm. like all the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Like if you like just like stood at the edge of the Grand Canyon and threw in people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they would I know, stack I know up what you're, you're talking right. about, actually. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's seven plus billion, billion people. people. Yeah. And that is so much more than one million. Like, yeah. But imagine one million people standing three feet apart. This is and where like I was just go. combing the entire area yeah. every fucking day. Can we do? Um, can I? Fuck. Can we do a? Can we, can we do a quick science? Well, yeah. see. Okay. Hold on. I'm not saying I agree. I'm not saying they could do it. I, in fact, believe they could not do it. I was just raising to attention the... <laughs> just the idea. The, the idea, idea of this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't think they could do it at all, because the ant would so easily defeat them. Like, all they'd have to do is just keep going. But could you imagine just fucking a million people holding hands, like, at arm's length, <laughs> and then just one guy going, I'm itchy! <laughs> exactly! Um, <laughs> yeah, but Antarctica is fucking huge and very cold and so cold. Yeah, like what's the what's the surface area of Antarctica? That's what I was gonna say. Uh, surface area of Antarctica. I have to say everything I type because I'm seven. <laughs> uh, it's five point four million square miles. No, no. That divided by two is gonna give you like. Or the average See, diameter of Antarctica. Wait, hold on a second. Wouldn't that be that one person would only have to walk five, walk square, five miles? square miles? Which, like, is 25 miles if you like, well, just like, four walk, square miles. Like, yeah. And each person could just do that in one day. I think it might take longer than a day, but, like, I, okay. I mean, as okay. the question is worded, I don't think they could do it. If, because it's worded as it's just everybody can, like, get their stuff, but, like, People are going to be fucking crazy. Like, it's a million people. Trying to organize 12 people is like nailing Jello to yeah. the tree. It's like the fucking <laughs> hardest shit in the world. I would not want to be, like, within 100 miles of these 1 million people. Yes, that's like, true. Because, like, immediately we devolve, devolve into, like, we're going to fucking die. Ah! And, like, factions would spring up and Anarchy would turn into this fucking horrible nightmare mess. And then now, 10 years down the line, one lone person screams, I'm itchy! Exactly. Now, if... These people were perfectly able to work in sync. If they were able right. to like perfectly calculate three feet out from each other, if, if they were they perfectly had a, able uh, to a hive mind, if you would, almost yeah. Like if they if they were like if they were all able to like come together to one conclusion of we need to make sure that we like do this the most mathematically sound possible way, right? They could theoretically do it. I I think yes, given those circumstances, I think they could. But like that the, is. I don't think you could take one million random ass fucking yeah, people no and just go, yeah, go yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah, no, they would like 
a hundred i feel like there would be a few people that would like keep up the hunt you know they would like buy enough supplies you know they might be rich might be able to find some like buy an ant tracker you mm-hmm. know that so that many people starting all at the same location is just kind of like you're asking for like a bunch of people to just kind of like die in the trample yeah and there's like the random chance that they would just stumble upon the ant like yeah. even if they didn't do it mathematically perfectly yeah so there's always a a chance they could do it yeah but, but then they only do it like one out of ten yeah you know yeah if yeah. that like i said i think there's a chance mm-hmm. yeah i think they could do it would they do it there's no fucking way i, I would give them three out of ten really yeah because because it's one million people 5.4 million square miles it's like not an incredible reach to think that eventually somebody could wander around like stranger things have happened like See, somebody's getting gotten struck by lightning seven times <laughs> in yeah. one lifetime and then died but from something that wasn't a lightning strike like weird shit's happened but here's the thing also that the last lightning strike had a gun it's not <laughs> it's not like they're all starting in their respective uh you know 5.4 square miles everyone has yeah. to travel to those locations i think most of those people would die on the way yeah that's the half of the time that the ant spawns on the other side of antarctica <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the time the ant spawns <laughs> on the other side, like too far for them to even de- be able to reach. Because, like, in the worst, worst case scenario, you would spawn at McMurdo Station with one million other people, and you would have no idea. But the ant is on the absolute furthest possible point away from you in Antarctica, <laughs> and it's just gonna mill around until you guys all fucking die and then win. Well, <laughs> like, I think that in that case, that me personally, I'd be like, guys, we should go to the farthest possible point and start from there, <laughs> not here. Move, Move backwards. backwards. Yeah, yeah. I think then that's the that's the time that people would find it. That's I true. think the least likely chance people have of finding it is if it spawns like right behind the fucking place. <laughs> Fuck. God. Like Somebody's just like, building. hey, I'm itchy. Oh, it's in my shoe. It's in my Damn. shoe, guys. <laughs> I found it. Good game. Uh, welcome back to Coffee Shop Tunes, where today we have a special guest coming to you live from florida let's all light a candle for the fella in the panhandle he's shooting meth and he's shooting guns so play it like playing fire he's having fun he's florida man how do i remember the lyrics <laughs> ah, yeah, we fucked it up <laughs> and by we that. i mean me um so fellers uh and this florida man uh this one is kill him with kindness and in uh this article uh, uh i don't want to join that fucking newsletter so here's the here's the title. Florida man tells neighbors he's going to quote kill them with kindness, then tries to kill them with a machete he named Kindness. Uh, um, a Milton man is accused of cutting a man with a machete-style knife moments after he was heart he was heard threatening to kill someone quote with kindness. Brian Stewart, 30, is accused of using the knife with the word kindness written on it to cut his neighbor after the neighbor came home to came to the home because he was concerned about occupants in the house. The victim, another neighbor, said that around midnight he could hear Stewart say to someone in the house that he was going to, quote, kill him with kindness, according to Stewart's arrest report. When the first neighbor approached the house to tell Stewart to keep it down, Stewart came out of the house with a knife raised in an upward motion, according to the report. Uh, no one died. No one was harmed. Um, machete boy got his uh, comeuppance. All right, now this guy's clever. We gotta admit, guys, this guy's clever. Man. Yeah. He knows how to make a pun. He knows He's, how to make yeah, a good he pun. Sure does. Um, some may say Shakespearean with his wordplay. Uh, hmm. I would. Okay, I, don't, I wouldn't go that far, man. I would say uh, Foxworthian. As in Jeff Foxworthy. As in Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> God, I would fuck. also. I would also <laughs> say that. Um, what's the fucking first level, Marcus? <laughs> 
Um, the first level is this man voices the Nutty Professor. What? So, yeah, the Nutty Professor. So he voices the Nutty Professor. No First. verses. Not. I did a funny voice like voices. Um. Okay. Vo- voices. <laughs> well, come on, you. <laughs> Shut it's up. It's me, right. Joey Wheeler. Okay. Red eyes, so, black dragon. You guys have to do a Joey Wheeler impression now. Hey, fucking, uh, what's up, Yugi? You got a yo, yo, Yu-Gi-Oh card? Did you ever think it was weird this game was named after you? That's weird, isn't it, Yug? Thank you, your turn. We gotta save my sister, Yug. We're gonna go do whippets with Tweva in the bathroom, Yugi. With Tweva. <laughs> yo, Tristan. Oh, that's his name. <laughs> Twisted. Twisted, let's go do some whippets. My wet eyes blacked, wacky. In the bathroom. <laughs> why, hey, why is he doing this? Why, yo, Tristan. Why is he got this voice? You want to know what meth is like, Tristan? <laughs> the first time I shot meth, I came in my pants. <laughs> okay, uh, I think this guy would literally kill the nutty professor. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I think this guy knows a little bit more than we do about this machete. I think this man has found one of the few... If one of the only magic items that exist. Oh yeah, I, oh I, yeah. I definitely assumed that we were going by Eldritch rules. Right. Yeah. I was about to say, you know how like motherfuckers would name their weapons because they're magical. Yeah. This is that. This is yeah. Glamis. No, like fuck a spear, spear longinus. Fuck a Caldef witch. This is this is the shit. Yeah. yeah. This is kindness. And so you know he easily dispatches the nutty professor. Easily. One one fell swing. Just yes. Boop. Yes. Flip. Head Quite goes swiftly. Off. All right. Uh, round two. Round two. Us. The classic. Us. Dead instantly. I have no magical weapons. I have no magical proficiency. I have no armor proficiency. Now, uh, I have, I've, I've talked to some people, uh, professionals, if you will, that have said that I have a slight attunement to the arts. However, mm-hmm. I have uh, uh, worked on crafting. You know those skills. Like, I like I, the magical arts. You mean? Y- yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I've never worked to uh, attune myself further into the realm of, of, of the magical ways, you know? It's just... Yeah. Uh, the arcane it. realm, dude. Yes, the arcane realm. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not quite there yet, so I, I don't believe in my current state uh, I could adequately defend myself. You guys want to know something kind of weird about me? Ooh, please. Um, I don't know if I've actually told you the story, Tim. Tell me facts um, with Tommy. I don't remember how old I was. It was old enough to, for this to be, like, kind of weird, but one summer... I went to go visit my family is this, is in Is it actually one of those things where you, like, always try to see if you have the force, and then you actually did? So I went to go see my family in Colorado. <laughs> Shit. And I don't know why I got, like, so infatuated with the idea of, like, telekinesis being a real thing. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. I was, like, 13. Like, old enough to know this shit definitely was not real. Right. Okay. But I, like, spent the better part of the two weeks we spent in Colorado on a computer forum... Like, like an internet forum. And it was, like, in, like, that old, like, Neoseeker style, like, yeah, old yeah, yeah, ancient yeah, yeah. forum bullshit. And, like, like there were forums for, like, pyrokinetics. Like, people who believed they could literally might light a match with their flame. Fuck. Or, like, 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 light a match with their mind. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, I could do this. And so I spent a <laughs> whole two weeks, like, fucking firmly believing and, like, trying this shit out. And, like, my family was like... Tommy, what are you doing in the computer in there, like, all week? And I'm like, don't worry about it. And, like, now looking back, it's like, 
Tommy just went in there to watch porn. But no, guys, I was trying to learn how to move shit with my mind. I was trying to make psychic balls out of pure Wait, energy you, from my mental it? brain. Did you do it? No. Oh. Uh, I do. Okay. Pause. I do want to say, Tommy, there, um, there's points in everyone's life where you're like, wow, if this person had done this, then uh, their life would have went in a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a few that I can think of for myself. I'm sure that everyone else can too. Yeah. And I just want to say thank God that you took a fucking hard right off of that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that would be <laughs> fucking weird. No, and it was it. like, it was weird because like perfectly lined up with leaving for the trip. Like right as we left, I was like, huh, it'd be really weird if that like was a thing. Maybe I'll look it up when I get to the computer when I get, or like get to where we're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. as soon as we left, like, I got in the car, closed the door, and I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I spent two whole weeks doing jack shit. Like, <laughs> oh, damn. You know, now I think about spending two weeks to do anything, and I'm just like, that would, spending two weeks on literally anything, I'm just like, like I can't do that. Granted, I did ping pong between this forum and RuneScape, so like, there okay, were like, okay, okay. There, there were breaks, but like, I was like, I was like firmly convinced of like, it was like the closest I've ever gotten to actually being conspiracy theorist. <laughs> right. Um, right. Okay, um, so could, could this motherfucker kill us? No. What could, I'm saying I mean, is yes, I might can, have yes. telekinetic powers and I might be able to take him. Well, you do have two weeks more training than I do, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See? Um, uh, I'm, but I will say the majority of the time, we get killed with kindness. Yes, That's true. Yeah. Yes. All right, um, next one. Wow. All right, this round This guy's three. doing pretty good. Yeah, he's yeah. Start, starting to heat up. Uh, round three is... Uh, have we already done a grizzly bear? Nope. Take it back. Moose. Oh, shit. A uh, moose. I don't know if he can take a moose. He can't take a moose, dude. Mooses are big. Moose. They're massive. Mooses? Those guys are pretty big. Mooses? Yeah. Big. Mm-hmm. Kindness? Sword. Kindness is a machete. Yeah. Which is like enchanted a machete. half sword. Yeah. It is enchanted, but it's also a a goddamn moose, Marcus. Marcus, it it's moose. it's a it's a damn moose, Marcus. Ugh, it's like in one hand we have kindness, enchanted machete, kindness. In the other hand, we have a moose. I so feel. Like, I think a moose's ugh. antlers are about as big as my body. Well, but the kindness machete is about as big as my forearm. Yeah, and it is enchanted. Okay. Okay. Imagine this. Imagine this. Uh, you take your enchanted sword mm. up to a moose. Mm-hmm. The moose literally kills you in two seconds. <laughs> well, you lost me, Binky. I, <laughs> I feel like moose comes up. Right. You fucking hold kindness in both your hands. Yes. And say... It catches a flame after you say the magic words. Right, which are... Beans. Beans. Yes. Beans, beans. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. You just have to say beans, beans. Beans, beans, they're no, good you gotta for say your heart. The, yeah, yeah, you gotta say the whole rhyme. Yeah. Beans, beans, they're good for your heart. The, the more, more you, you eat, eat them, the more, the more you, you fart. fart. The more you fart, you be- better you feel. So eat beans for every meal, and then the sword catches on fire. Yes. Okay. So eat beans for every meal. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think what, what it comes down to is, how fast can the moose get to you? <laughs> because if you do not chant that in time... Kindness powers Mies don't are very fast. Moose are very fast. Meese are fast. Meeskas have this property to them. Yes. That a lot of people call big. <laughs> yes. And being big is good. Right. Being big and fast is better. Yes. They're also strong. Yes. Mm-hmm. They also got big hoofs. For stomping. For stomping. 
I think this is what happened. This is what would happen. Uh, you see a moose off in the distance. You pull out kindness. You start saying, beans, beans, they're, they're good for your, ah, moose fall off in my face, moose yeah. hoof in my face. He'd probably get nervous and fuck it up. He'd be like, <laughs> beans, 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 good, good for, for your, your fart. <laughs> uh, more you eat them, the more you heart. No, that's not right. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, and the spirit inside the sword would be like, I've already chosen my next wielder. And then the moose kills you. And then picks up kindness. Yep. Bonus round. Uh huh. Oh fuck. A moose wielding kindness versus Rock Cheeto Queenfoot. So the unstoppable force versus the unseeable object. For for those unaware, listening to the podcast for the first time, Rock Cheeto Queenfoot is a unholy combination between Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the Queen of England, Don Cheadle, and Bigfoot. Yes. Yes. I will have to say, I think Rock Cheadle Queenfoot would take it, but for the pure fact of element of surprise, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't think the moose would see it coming. I think that the moose would then become the one that is afraid, and they would start saying, Beans! And then Rock Cheadle Queenfoot just comes out and just, like, suplexes the moose, you know? I mean, just like the sheer fucking terrifying aura surrounding Rock Cheeto Queenfoot. Yeah. There's no way you're going to be able to get out your... Your kindness. Your, your kindness. kindness. There's yeah, no way. You can't. Yeah. I think, I think we've done that one to death, so... All right, I have a submission for you guys if you want it. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. Lay it on us. Uh, this one comes from at Asherbrooks4. Thank you, at Asherbrooks4. And it is... Can the fully grown Rugrats escape from the ultimate playpen, Alcatraz? Now, and also, could they do it if Angelica was the warden? I okay. have a few questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, how old are the fully grown Rugrats? They're fully grown. Well, how old is that? Is that they're, like middle age? Like, is that like our age? Is that? Let's say they're like thirty. Yeah, I was gonna say like twenty-eight to thirty. Okay. Okay. Um, no, I will also ask. Are the Rugrats, like, special abilities enhanced? Like, assuming, like, let's assume, okay, they had to get into Alcatraz, Alcatraz some way. So yeah, they had to yeah. have led, like, a life of horrible, awful, evil, no good, bad crime yes. up until now. Of course. So, that means that they've been honing their skills this entire right. time. I so think Tommy after... Tommy Pickles is a master lockpick. Yeah. Um, The twins are, like... Murderers. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I it. feel like they're masters of disguise. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, really? too. Really? It's like, like whenever well, like, they, they were younger. Can, like, switch between themselves, and they're, like, super good at, like, masking each other as the other one. Oh, and, we'll like, see. So I, I mean, feel like that skill would, as they got older, that skill would transform into them being able to disguise themselves mm-hmm. as other people. See, the way I was thinking in that was that, you know how, like, people who are twins, like, have that twin telepathy? Yeah. Oh, I think shit. that they would go crazy uh, from the amount of the sheer power of that might overcome them and that they would just kind of like go off the deep end. That is what happens to twins. I've yes. heard that. Yeah. And it's yeah. worse than triplets too. Yeah, they have to have very powerful uh, mental energy to... Uh, you ever met someone with from... a twin over the age of 23? Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. I haven't. Sorry to all the twins out there. <laughs> um, what's uh, what's Chucky's thing? What's his, what's his deal? Uh, Chucky... Okay, I feel like Chucky would grow up to be a master manipulator. See, that's mm. what, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I think he's a mastermind. Yeah, he's yeah. like... I could definitely see him being like growing up to be a fucking sociopath. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I think after all that, all the puberty he went through and uh, all grown up. Yeah. I think, you know, I think he just kind of like 
he's just like he's a he's like an emotiomancer, dude. Like he's yeah. he can he can fake empathy so well. Exactly. Okay. I think I think they could do it if Angelica wasn't the warden. Because yes. Angelica has grown up her entire life and her skill is fucking <laughs> over all these other four. Yeah. And like she has honed her craft to like perfectly counter every single one of these people. Like she's become a master locksmith to counter Tommy's like fucking Fuck. like Lock needle fingers. Skills. Yeah. She's uh, like Tommy actually grows up but he has very, very skinny fingers. <laughs> yeah, that he uses <laughs> to pick the locks. Yeah. Um she has perfectly countered the twins, like she she's like got like F higher than FBI like level like intuitive senses to be able to tell the twins apart and who's right. being the twins and she can see through all chucky's bullshit because yeah, yeah for sure yeah, she, she doesn't give a shit. shit yeah um we are forgetting a very important person uh-huh that is dill pickles dill as seen in all grown up would grow up to be a master hacker oh and, heck dude fuck. and tech boy see uh-huh. i think this is what would happen i don't think dill would get caught I think Dill would be on the outside. He would be on the outside. He would be Shit. on the outside helping them He'd get be there out. In, their outside inside man. Yeah. Now yeah. here's, and this is, I feel like this is what it boils down to, uh-huh. is can you hack Alcatraz? So, see, here's the thing. Alcatraz old. Alcatraz old, lots of water. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's that boat's going to be a big problem because none of them are good craftsmen. Yeah, and we all know they're steam powered in there. Okay, well, let me, let me throw this at you. Mm-hmm. Alcatraz is old. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So imagine all the fucking security flaws. Imagine how easy oh, it would be to hack. Fuck, dude. You know the last time they updated Windows? <laughs> Twenty two thousand two. If even. Eighteen seventy six. Probably. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that <laughs> Their Windows that all still have bars on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they could definitely do it if Angelica was not the warden. I think Angelica being the warden. I think she would get the drop on him. I yeah, think they I would think almost would get out, but I think she would be right there one step ahead of him mm-hmm. at the end of it being like, you thought you were going to get out. But, but I told mom and dad, and then their <laughs> mom and dad are still Fuck. there. Yeah. And then their and mom and dad. And that's the biggest disappointment of all. Yeah. I think they would think Angelica didn't know Dill was not there. Right. And she would already have Dill locked up and she would have somebody else pretending to be <gasps> Dill and feeding them the wrong information Fuck. the whole time. Dude. Or while Dill was... Dill... Got caught by the mm-hmm. FBI. Oh fuck! Fuck! And they were like, "Listen, Dill, you can oh, no. you can go to Alcatraz with your brother and your fuckhead friends, or you or can work can for us. Work for us, okay?" And so and he, he they became turned, a white hat. He turned into a white hat oh, hacker. No. Holy shit! Okay, what about this? What about this? Dill's in and on it the entire time. Dill doesn't get caught up until the very end, where Angelica comes out, uh, and they're just like, "No, we had Dill helping us the entire time." And then Angelica's just like. I've already caught Dill. And then Dill looks up, and there's a fucking prison built up around his house. Oh my Fuck. god. And then, and then, and then, and Tommy's like, no way. And then Angelica's like, there's more. And she goes over to Dill, rips off his fucking face. He's a robot. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Dill's been a robot the whole time. And Tommy, Tommy says, Dill, why are you doing this? You're my brother. And he says, they named me Dill and named you Tommy. What kind of fucking name is Dill? <laughs> Oh, die no. bastard <laughs> all right uh nick at night if you're listening just call us up yes tm 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 we have a hell of a deal for you yeah please 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 and if we can't get on nick at night we'll just go to tlc of course yeah naturally yeah yeah tommy yeah i think you got a uh, special question for us oh i do all right so i want you to all come with me on a mind journey okay um, i love your Tommy's eyes. mind journeys eyes closed you're Scooby-Doo. 
Dog Wonder. Oh, Raggy. Finally. And you're, you, you, <laughs> wait, and wait, wait, wait. You guys have... have to do Scooby Doo impressions. Oh, shit. Oh. Raggy. Raggy. Oh, that was good. Um, Thanks, dude. And you were walking down the hallway. And Shaggy has gone a little bit further ahead, and he's in this a room farther down, and there's spider webs up in the corners of the hallway, and it's dusty, and you can hear every floorboard underneath you creak as you inch down this hallway. You already know that it's Mr. Vincent that works at the pet shop that did this murder, but you gotta go through all this bullshit because Hanna-Barbera paid you to, but you're still here, and you're in this haunted house, and you keep walking... And the painting next to you, its eyes follow you as you walk down the corridor. And right as you approach the door, Shaggy bursts out. And he says, Hey, Scoob! Look at this weird game I found! You think we can play it? And on the cover, Jumanji. Fuck. Could Jumanji? Scooby and the gang beat Jumanji? Hmm. Yeah. I, I think, think they, could. they could do it. Oh. I don't know. What do you? What? Okay, Tommy. I want to hear what you think before I'm. I. I, I call it. So it's tough, because like, they've gone up against some pretty tough opponents. Like they've done Scooby Doo Cyber Chase. Yep, that's true. They did that one island. What were the? There were cat vampire werewolves, and yep. also uh, like skeletons came to life. Yeah, and there was also that other time where they were on the island, and it was like a bunch of monsters being made, and like Scrappy Doo was the enemy at the end of it. Yeah, that one. There was so another one where John Cena threw a boulder. God, that's a fucking good movie. Yeah. That movie is so fucking funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like purely for the one scene where where John Cena jumps off of a fucking cliff and stops a boulder from hitting the Scooby and the gang. If you haven't watched Scooby Doo crossover WWE wrestling, please do yourself a favor. Sit down with a bottle of red wine, if you're of age to drink, and watch that fucking movie. Even just the fact. That I it it's been a while since I've seen that movie, so I don't know if this is true. But just the fact that it's a it's a good possibility that Scooby Doo has said Rum Rina, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also a weird subplot in that movie where Daphne falls in love with John Cena. Oh god! But I think John Cena's like 40 when that movie comes out, so oh, that's okay. kind of weird. Yep. But to say all that, I think that given their previous feats, if they can make it through in one run. If they can get the perfect roll on the last roll where they don't reset to the beginning. Because that's the thing about Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. If you roll it'll fuck and you, you don't get the last one, then you'll go all the way back to the beginning. And yeah. if you try to cheat, it'll also fuck you over. Yeah. Now, I, okay, I feel like everyone in the gang is honorable enough to not cheat. Except for Fred. Yeah, Fred's a piece of shit. I think he would try yeah. to cheat. Nobody spends their whole day reading about traps to, like, go and be an honest person. Like... You're just yeah. deceitful, yeah. fucking bastard, piece of shit, Fred. Fred. Fuck you, Fred. You and your fucking ascot, piece of shit, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Here's a question. Is Robin Williams inside Jumanji? Yes, but I don't think he can help them. Okay. But he's still a player, because that, that's how it was in the original Jumanji. I thought he just got sucked into it in the original one. I think, I thought he still had to take his turns. He, I think he did have to take his turns. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I guess Robin Williams is there. Robin Williams is also there. Okay. Oh, fuck. So, I feel like the only reason that they beat Jumanji in the first place was because Robin Williams was stuck inside Jumanji and had experience with dealing with these things. Yeah. And if two fuckhead kids and Robin Williams can do it, then four fuckhead kids and a dog can do it. That's fair. Well, see, okay. So, what if Robin Williams <sighs> wasn't there? Yeah, I don't think we should give him, I don't think we should give him the treasure that is Robin Williams. Uh-huh. That's fair. 
I don't think they should. I don't think they can have it. I then, think they got to do it by themselves. Mm, I think it's going to be tougher. I, I think honestly, I'm at a fifty-fifty right now. Mm-hmm. I think they could do it, but I think that uh, Fred and Daphne they get lost along the way. Mm, um, naturally, I think Velma would get run over in the stampede that happens, or at least lose her glasses. Oh yeah, yeah I think she would very lose her glasses. Lose her yeah, and if she loses yeah. her glasses, she's basically out of commission until yep, she finds. She's done. Yeah, them. and then. Uh, I think Shaggy might get out of there. Mm-hmm. I think Shaggy might be able to do it. Shaggy's not making it unless Scooby's making it, dude. I think Scooby makes it out, too. Scooby, mm-hmm. I mean, dude, Scooby's the dog. Scooby's got to make it out. Yeah, Scooby's... Yeah. You, you just, Movie's ready PG. Scooby's going to... Scooby's, Scooby's not going to oh, be yeah. fine. I think He's a Scooby snack. Jumps out of the way of Stampede. Good to go. Yeah, I think, go. I think Shaggy, Velma, and Scooby get out. Velma loses her glasses. They get, they get stomped on, and she has trouble finishing the rest of now, it. Now, don't sleep on Daphne. Fred's a piece of shit. Do not sleep on okay, Daphne, dude. Now, here's my thing. I think that Fred drags Daphne down. Ooh. I think that Fred is the reason Daphne goes down. Yeah, it's like a Sodom and Gomorrah situation where they're all running, and then Fred falls, and Daphne turns and goes, Fred, and then she falls too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. Or like Fred falls and then grabs Daphne's ankle. This is oh, the more direction shit. I was going with. And yeah. He tries Fred to like use her to like push himself forward, and yeah. then they both get taken yeah. down. Because Fred's shit. a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Fuck you, but Fred. like none of them see what happened because they don't want to turn around and they can't. Damn. Or or else they too might be turned into pillars of salt. Or who or... knows what else, Spice. <laughs> God damn it. Brad Neely, if you're listening, we fucking love you, dude. Fuck. I feel like this question's above us, boys. Like, I, I just don't think that us with our Pee Wee Herman fucking mortal minds yeah. can begin to... Uh, Understand the intrinsic, intricate, intricate, intricate... Someone else say that word for me. Intricacies? There we go. Thanks, I would I would have done it. Tommy did it faster, though. <laughs> uh, you guys remember that other movie, Zathura, that came out and that was basically a Jumanji copy? Yes, I do, and there's no fucking way that the gang could beat Jumanji. Oh, beat Zathura. They couldn't beat Zathura. I have not Zathura seen Zathura. Zathura was nuts. Can someone Zathura, give me a okay, take Jumanji, the mm-hmm. exact same fucking movie. Like, it's literally like a spiritual successor. Yeah. Uh, but it's sci-fi now. Like, yeah. it takes Ooh. place in space with spaceships and aliens. Yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah, yeah but there's, like, there's no fucking like way Like, regular people, and then they start playing Zathura, and then they get teleported to, like, fucking... Space. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's super yeah. dope. Yeah. Uh, but there's no fucking way that the Mystery Inc. can... Yeah, I think they're much better suited to beating jungle animals yeah. than fucking yeah, for sure. space aliens. Except yeah. for that one time when they did beat space aliens in Roswell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> fuck, they did do that. Shaggy did fall in love with an alien. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, you did do that, didn't you? Yep. That was kind of weird. Yep. Although the, the alien did, for all intents and purposes, look like a human person. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it fucked like a real person. All right, I, I think this is the. F- <laughs> I think this is the first question that we're that we're gonna have to uh, put an asterisk next to. Mm-hmm. Maybe whenever we get bigger brains. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For I sure. I think after I get my tax refund, I'll be able to trade my brain in for some store credit, get a bigger one. Yeah. Right. With uh, more cores. Yep. So. I'm I'm looking to upgrade to the 9700K. Maybe All I'll right. get mechanical teeth too. Okay, enough uh, nerd shit, Marcus. You got a you got a question for us? Yeah, I sure do. Uh, we were talking about mooses earlier, miskas, mm-hmm. if you right. will, and how they are big. Right. What mm-hmm. What's bigger, an absolute unit, mm-hmm. or a biggin? Okay, so now when I think of big, I think biggin. It says in in yeah, the name, like biggin. It's a mm-hmm. biggin. When I think of a unit, I think of something that's solid. You know, yeah. it's just fucking solid. It's down for the, it's, it's just, it's, you know, you can rely on this shit to be just fucking solid. You're not getting through that shit. A biggin is just fucking large, you know? Yeah, but yeah. like, 
it's to me if something's like pretty big then it's just like like wow that's that's pretty big but if somebody was like how big is it and someone's like it was a big in then it's like yeah fuck yeah fuck when i think big i think tom hanks but then i think the titanic that's the biggest thing my mind can comprehend. <laughs> you ever hear a joke so good that your brain fucking freezes and you can't react? <laughs> That's exactly what just happened to me whenever you said, when I think big, I think Tom Hanks. Was that a joke? Tom Hanks started a movie called Big. Oh, fuck. It's a good movie. But, yeah, but okay. the, the Titanic is the biggest thing I can think of. See, that's, the, the, like, that's where my brain starts and stops when I think big. I think okay. two big orange smokestacks crashed into an iceberg. Tim, right. we're going to do some word association. Okay. Big. Un. Gun? Big. No, 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 stop, stop. <laughs> we're not doing this anymore. Word association over. I said, you said big, I said un. Oh, un. Okay. Here's the thing. Biggest thing I can comprehend, I would call this a biggin, is a blue whale. Now, uh, I would call uh, a blue whale a biggin. Now, to give you context for what a blue whale's like, a human being can swim through the veins the blood vessels of a blue whale. Holy shit. Yes. That's a big boy. Now, when I think of an absolute unit, I think of a fucking big kitty. Yeah. When I think <laughs> of an absolute unit, I think of a fat cat or a fat dog. Yeah. When I think of a biggin, I also think of the Titanic. Okay, but what if like I got back and I was like, guys, I saw fucking biggest guy in the world today. He was an absolute fucking unit. I would think of a really big bodybuilder guy. Yeah. I would not think of a mountain of a man. Yes. Because when I think of a mountain of a man... I think of a literal mountain. I think of a mountain with a face and arms. Yeah. And then I think of a man that's big. Okay. But we okay. all know that the Titanic is bigger than a mountain. Well, see, yes. here's, the, here's the thing for me. Is that an absolute unit mm-hmm. and a biggin don't necessarily have to be mutually exclusive. I see what you're saying. But actually, I don't see what you're saying at all. <laughs> like, you saying that thing about the blue whales? Yeah. I will say, very first thing that came to my mind, like... That's a big one. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. like, if I, for some reason, the image of me swimming through the blood vessels made me think, that's a big one. But then if I saw, like, an actual fucking blue whale, I'd be like, what an absolute fucking unit. So like, I outside think, looking, see, looking at it. That's because you'd be sitting far away and it'd look small. Yeah, you wouldn't have context for yeah, that. Relativity. You would, you would have no context yeah. for the size of that and whale. And now, when I, think, when I think of sea creatures that are an absolute unit, I think of fucking seals. You yeah. know, yeah, those I see big a seal, chunky boys and I'm just like, that's an absolute fucking unit. When I think of a biggin in the sea, it's a fucking beluga. I think we got our answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, biggin is bigger. Yeah, if it's yeah. a biggin, it's bigger than an absolute unit. Absolutely. Now, an absolute so, unit. I'm not trying to like downplay the absolute unit because if yeah. something's an absolute fucking unit, that shit fucking slaps. Oh, it's man. big. Mm-hmm. It's big. It's big, big. Yeah, but it's more so like comparatively big. Yeah. Sure. In yeah. reference to the other uh, things. Yeah, we're going to get this standardized and, like, make it part of the standard unit of measurement. So it goes, like, ounce, cup, pint, liter, whatever, gallon, unit, vegan. Yeah. 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 They do kind of go up a lot between each one, and unit and vegan right. aren't as exactly defined yet, but we'll get there. Yeah. yeah, we'll get there. We're working on it. We're in talks with uh, the U.S. We have our best scientists on the job. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Bumpy, give us that Reddit. All right. So this Reddit question comes to us from user Tequila, T-E-A-K-I-L-L-A, Tequila. Tequila, yeah, Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and the question is, the USA versus every chicken eaten at a fast food restaurant. The current USA, military are involved, but only infantry and small arms. 
Only American chickens. The chickens are aggressive. <laughs> um, there's a few rounds, quite a few rounds. I think probably, probably the most interesting is round one. And that is all chickens are revived at random points in America. And I will give this one little bit of information at the bottom because I think it'll help give us context for this fight. Okay. Nine billion chickens were killed in the USA in 2008. So I will say 600 billion chickens are summoned. That is roughly 2,000 chickens per person. So the question really comes down to, could every man, woman, and child in America defend themselves from 2,000 angry chickens randomly summoned at separate points? No fucking way. Okay, okay, hold on a second. Here's my thing. Me personally, as a human being... I do not personally own weapons. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not going to make this like a political thing. People, Some people own guns, some people don't. I do not own a gun. I own no nothing I could use to defend myself against a chicken. I do not think I could take 10 chickens at once. Tim? I could not take down 10 chickens at once. Tim, you got legs. And but let me tell got... you, closest thing to a chicken is a volleyball. Taxonomically, <laughs> a chicken is right next to a volleyball in the like genus hierarchy scale. <laughs> Like, they're right next to each other. The they might as well be fucking We're, siblings. We are never recording this late at night again. <laughs> never again. Listen. <laughs> and there's one thing that I can do with a volleyball really well. That's kick it as far away from me as physically possible. Listen, Tommy, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. I'm kicking one chicken. I'm kicking a chicken. Another chicken is literally crawling <laughs> Mom, up Mom, get out of my legs. room. I'm kicking a chicken over here. <laughs> This chicken is crawling up my legs saying, into I my shirt. It's clawing at my back. No, Tommy. These chickens, imagine 2,000 chickens. 2,000 chickens. It's so many fucking chickens. To give you to give you a reference point, have you ever seen like a chicken barn or like a, a, a chicken house? Yes. Like those really long ones? Yes. So those can house anywhere from 32,700 to 34,400 birds per house. Right. So that's those long things. Yeah. So like a fucking like 15th 16th of one of those houses right all you'd have to kick i mean okay but here's the thing imagine this let's say you've got a car okay oh hold on i hear what you're saying tommy i hear what you're saying but my thing on this is that if you have one of those houses right Mm -hmm. all the chickens are set free Mm -hmm. they're all going nuts let's say one of them is like i'll 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 go uh thirty thousand. you have 15 people Mm-hmm. Only 15 people against 30,000 chickens. I go in there, I'm literally swimming in chickens. The, I would drown in chicken shit yeah, before but, like, I killed you, even 1,000 chickens. I'm, what I'm saying is, like, you aren't unarmed. Like, your your most basic level of armament is yourself. And you've got legs, you can kick chickens. And you can kick chickens until you get to a weapon, such as a vehicle, anything in Walmart... Anything bigger than a chicken, like you could use that fucking lamp on that desk right there, I hear what you're and sa- just beat chickens. I with hear what you're saying, but the sheer numbers, the sheer numbers of chickens, the sheer numbers, like when you you can only hit one, maybe three chickens at once. There are one thousand nine hundred ninety-seven other chickens clawing at you. All right. While you're doing that whole thing, if you degenerate Neanderthals are done. <laughs> Let big brain marks in on Please this descend before. on us with your big brain marks. Please do. Have you, fellas, ever seen the cinema masterpiece known as Chicken Run? Yes. I have. Marcus, I gotta say, I love where you're going with this. And you're telling me that a simple car, Tommy, a car will stop those chickens from running? 
Probably. Those chickens can drive, you simple bitch. <laughs> yeah, but they can't drive the car if I'm already in it. They'll fight you, Tommy. They'll fight you so bad. They'll fight you so bad, hey, Tommy. Tommy. Okay, how, many we're chickens, not talking... how many chickens were in that movie, Tommy? There were like 10, 15 chickens in that movie. We're, we're talking not... about 2,000 chickens against you, Tommy. We're not talking chicken-run chickens. We're talking relative of volleyball the chickens. the same, Tommy. Chicken-run chickens are chickens. Uh... Tommy, I just... I gotta say it because I want you to hear it from me and, for, and said it to anybody else. You're my friend. I love you so fucking much, dude. I really do. I don't want to see you... Go against 2,000 chickens and fucking lose. And me lose one of my best friends in this whole entire fucking world, Tommy. If if I woke up tomorrow to a, to a, to a phone call from the sheriff being like, is this Marcus Driscoll? And I say, yes. And then he takes his hat off and I see it over the phone. And he says, I'm so sorry. Tommy, I would fucking lose it, dude. How am I going to explain it to Tim? Marcus... You would not have to. Hey, Marcus, that would never happen. Marcus, they would give me one cast iron pan and the chickens would be gone. Marcus, where's Tommy? What happened to Tommy? Tim, uh, Marcus, what happened to Tommy? Tim. Tommy's not coming home. Tim. Marcus, what happened? <laughs> Tommy died doing what he loved. Oh, no. <laughs> that was kicking chicken. Oh, no. How many was it? <laughs> He kicked maybe two. <laughs> I can't believe you would and Charlie Brown me over these chickens, dude. And then the other 1,998 We would go chickens. to your fucking funeral. It'd be a closed casket because the body would be so fucking mutilated. And I'd go over and they'd have to pull me off your fucking casket because I'd just be pounding on it. Just be like, you dumb son of a bitch. Why did you have to bite all those chickens? <laughs> oh, Tommy, oh, no. Tommy, no. All right, now that that's settled. I don't, I don't know if I'd call that settled. I think you guys just, like, fucking storied me into the ground. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, good job, settled. Tim. Good job. <laughs> um, I got another submission for you guys. All this right. one comes from at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck, as always. Uh, and it is Airbud versus Scrappy Doo. They are both leaders in rival gangs. Given their current lore only... Who would conquer the most territory? Absolutely, without a doubt, Scrappy Doo. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh uh, no, I'm I'm with Marcus on this one. Actually, I'm a hundred percent with Marcus on this one. What the fuck? Hold on, pivot. One hundred percent. Fucking. Are you kidding me? One eighty pivot. What the fuck? Airbud. Airbud takes it. How do you think Scrappy Doo takes it? Scrappy Doo is a fucking dog, and he built a fucking island resort that housed a thousand billion million people, and nobody knew it was a dog man. And he built a robot human person that he could walk around inside. He's incredibly intelligent and a mastermind at that, being able to connive all these people to come to his massive resort island. And then, like, hell, he just like he didn't even have to do anything. He didn't even have to fake like he didn't have to be a leader to gain. He just did that. Listen, think about what he could do if he had his like. Morals completely unshackled and unlocked. Tommy, I see what you're saying. However, it is so easy to manipulate people who are between the ages of 18 and 22. Mm-hmm. That is the easiest shit. They are so stupid. People who are between the ages of 18 and 22 are the dumbest motherfuckers ever. They are so stupid, easy to manipulate. Any Hojo motherfucking dog could do that. Airbud, if Airbud wanted to do that, Airbud could have done it. But Airbud didn't. No. Because Airbud is pure. Airbud is pure. But if Airbud was unshackled, Airbud would be a motherfucker. Marcus, could you please read us the, uh, 
the podcast statistics on uh, average age of our listeners? Yep, uh, right here it says 18 to 22. Listen, oh. I'm between 18 and 22. All I'm saying is we all know it. Yeah, that is true. I feel like yeah, we're up back to the earlier episode. Um, I did almost join the Illuminati. Yeah. Ironically. Ironically. And I like, also spent, well, no, I was younger than 18 to 22, but I did spend two weeks thinking that I could do telekinesis. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I'm above this. I'm yeah, saying I'm Five years is going to make that much of a difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, let me let me go back to an earlier point you made, Tom, mm-hmm. about all those things that Scrappy Doo did. I will admit that it's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, can he shoot from the three-point line, score a goal? Nothing but net. Can he do it? You have to Google it. You have to Google Tommy it. Tommy is currently Googling. Whether or not Scrappy Doo can swish from the three point line. Can Scrappy Doo play basketball? And uh, shit, looks like he's okay. So Scooby Doo plays fucking ba- basketball with the Harlem Globetrotters, uh, but Scrappy Doo is not in those. So uh, 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 wah, wah. I, well, well, that's because Scooby Doo is great at basketball. Yeah, but um, we're not however, talking about Scrooge. We're not talking you know about who Scrooby can Doo. shoot from the three point line and just get a fucking nasty. Whoosh. 100% of the time, every Air time. Air bud. Now, yeah. if I saw this little fucking dog walking up to me, it's like, hey, do you want to join my gang? I'd say, I I, I do not consider myself a puppy kicker. However, if I saw Scrappy-Doo <laughs> and they asked me to do anything, I would I would kick Scrappy-Doo in the fucking head. But if I saw Air Bud, I would get on my fucking knees and I would say, Air Bud, I will do anything for you. Like, okay, like, um... <laughs> Then perish. Um, <laughs> if if Scrappy Doo came up to me and was like, "You want to join my gang?" I'd be like, "Uh, no." And then if Airbud came up to me and said, "Bark, bark," and then fucking shot a fucking basketball into a hoop, right? Hell yes, yes. Also, mm-hmm. Scrappy Doo just doesn't have the instinct required. Airbud's just too like good at basketball, Tommy. Airbud is too good at basketball. Airbud has the amount of raw, uh, dog. raw unbridled dog it is required to take territory. Scrappy-Doo is a puppy. Scrappy-Doo is a whistle dog. Scrappy-Doo is a little dog. Airbud is big dog. Airbud, big dog. Scrappy-Doo, little dog. Big dog. Big dog, more territory than little dog. I would like to say that, um, one, you started saying big dog and little dog. <laughs> and I think that Air Doug is just so good at fucking basketball. There's nothing that Scrappy-Doug can do about it. <laughs> so, I will grant you. Okay. Airbud is good at basketball. Air yes. Doug. Air that Doug. is proven by given lore. Yes. But nowhere in Airbud's lore have we seen Air him. Doug. What? Air Doug. Air Doug. Sorry. Have we seen him with the tenacity to take territory as a gang leader? We have only seen his ability to play basketball. He doesn't need it, bro. He's a good boy. Airbud is a good boy. Air- Scrappy Doo is a shit fuck little rat bastard bitch that will do anything he needs to to undercut and connive his way to the top no one is saying scrappy doo will cut you with the knife and not feel any remorse about it at all scrappy doo is like the fucking like yakuza of the dog world no one is saying that scrappy doug isn't a shit gremlin we're all agreeing tim Mm -hmm. scrappy doug shit gremlin yeah yeah i can agree to that but tommy doug is a fucking national treasure okay (laughs) but hear me out what if scrappy doo just stabbed him because that's the exact shit Scrappy Doo would do. How would you stab Air Doug? Like yeah, you, can't you can't do it. That. So when I don't you, think when you, you jump in basketball, you come down to the ground. 
And Scrappy Doo just stands under Arab Dog with a knife and goes, Follow me, you rat fuck bitch. And then he does and dies. He's called Air Doug, not Ground Doug. Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> he jumps up and says, Boof. And he fucking slam dunks that shit right onto Scrappy Doug's fucking baby. Knife, right? His knife that deflates the ball. How do you play basketball with no ball? He deflates the ball. Yeah. Scrappy Doug deflates the. Scrappy no. Doug. Ball? Scrappy Doug no. deflates every ball. Puts fucking Wilson ball makers out of fucking business. Hold on. And no. burns Hold all on. of Air Doug's houses no. down. No. Wait, wait, wait. Can we take a break from the podcast? Let me look through my notes real quick. Just real quick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Deflates the ball. Deflates the ball. Deflates the ball. Tommy makes a compelling argument. Oh, shit. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. I don't have anything for deflate ball. I'm coming up empty. I don't have anything for deflate ball. How do you play ball when there is no ball? Oh, no. This, this is how the mind of a master criminal thinks. Scrappy-Doo would feel no remorse. He would stab through Wilson's face and then carry on to the next five balls in the rack. And Air Doug could only watch in despair from his perch three feet off the ground. I will say this. Scrappy Doug, if he deflates the ball, takes it. Yeah. Yeah. However, Scrappy Doug versus Air Doug? Oh, yeah. On the motherfucking paint, dude? Right. Oh, yeah, no. Air Doug would beat Scrappy Doug on the paint. Okay, cool. Scrappy Doug has so many, he has his hands in so many other things off the paint that the paint don't matter. I never, Stabs the ball. I never thought I'd hear those words, dude. I never thought I'd hear it. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. I'll concede it. Scrappy Air Doug. Doug, dude. Rip Air Doug. He was good, boy. He was good. That's our last goof. We just want to say a special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and uh, going to Chicago soon. Thanks for going to Chicago soon. That's not true. We're going to miss you. Um, you can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at AntlerGoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank you guys, our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. Um, and if you would like to submit a question, you can tag us or DM us on Twitter at VersusExtreme, uh, or you can shoot us an email at VersusExtremeCast at gmail.com. You can find more episodes of Versus Extreme on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday. Please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps our algorithms, and we want to bring the show to as many people as possible, and that's one of the fastest ways to do it. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. We don't pay to advertise this show at all, so word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners. Speaking of word of mouth, uh, if you guys haven't already, please check out Story Sodic, yeah. hosted by Max Nolan Young. Uh, it's really good. The most recent episode was a story written by uh, Timothy. It's me. Tim. I don't know why I fucking called you Timothy. I never do that. You can, um, I don't care. You can call me Timothy if you want to. I don't. That's the thing. I'm disgusted with myself. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, it, uh, it was uh, beautifully narrated, and uh, Tim wrote an excellent story. I highly uh, suggest checking it out. Um, and next episode is going to be me. Anything else? Nope. I think cool. that's everything. Yeah. All boys. This is Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy. Shuka shuka. And I'm Tim, and I love you. Brought to you by Dryersock Productions. 
Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.